Good morning and welcome back, everybody. It is Friday, July 31st. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by your co-host, Simran Sandhu. And as always, it is an absolute pleasure to have you join us on today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. And we've got a whole lot of earnings to cover today, listeners. But before we get there, we're going to tackle some political news. And we've got a couple of announcements from the GOP to get things started. First off, the GOP gave some pushback to President Trump and his suggestions to delay the November presidential election until a time when, quote unquote, people can properly, securely and safely vote. And the second big announcement was pertaining to Republicans potentially reaching an agreement with Democrats to expand food stamp benefits in the next coronavirus relief bill. The food aid provision would cost about $17 billion over a 10-year period, according to the Congressional Budget Office, but nothing is set in stone at this point. Well, there is one thing that's for certain. The U.S. economy had its largest quarterly decline on record, according to the Commerce Department. Combine that with the fact that initial jobless claims increased by another 1.4 million last week, and experts believe that the economic recovery could take longer than they originally expected. And if we take a second to check up on markets, we'll see that yesterday was a volatile trading day. In the morning, all major indexes took a deep dive, but reversed course after a montage of big tech companies released promising earnings reports and then fell back into the red after the Commerce Department released dismal data about the nation's GDP last quarter. We'll be filling you in on the specifics for yesterday's earnings reports here shortly. But regardless, all major indexes closed out the trading day down 40 to 90 basis points and U.S. Treasury yields fell to roughly 54 basis points. And here's one thing that you usually don't hear during a recession, but Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac had a great quarter. Fannie Mae's net income rose to $2.5 billion after previously being at $461 million in Q1, as sales of previously owned homes surged by more than 20% this past month, according to the National Association of Realtors. And we won't have enough time to cover all the earnings reports that rolled out yesterday, but we are going to make sure to fill you in on some of the big players. First off, Amazon had a strong showing yesterday, reporting a 40% increase in revenue as customers continued to flock to the site during the pandemic. And as a result, Amazon shares rose by about 4.6% in after hours trading on Thursday, currently sitting at a whopping $3,200 a share. And we also got the chance to hear from Apple yesterday, posting an increase of 12% in quarterly profits and an 11% jump in quarterly sales. Apple's board also approved a four to one stock split as the company aims to make its stock more accessible to a wider investor base. Continuing on with news regarding big tech, for the very first time in their 22-year history, Google's advertising revenue has declined. The search engine reported a $2.6 billion drop in advertising due to reasons surrounding the macroeconomic environment, according to their CEO, Sundar Pichai. However, shares for Google's parent company, Alphabet, still increased as investors believed this was just a little hiccup for the company. From a holistic perspective, big tech added $200 billion in market value after they reported earnings yesterday. And similar to the big four tech companies, Procter & Gamble had one hell of a second quarter, posting the company's biggest yearly sales increase since 2006 with a jump of 6%. The company said China sales recovered in recent months and saw its strongest growth in fabric and home care units, which posted a 14% increase in quarterly sales. And we're going to end the episode this morning with an update on Coca-Cola. 
The soda giant is looking to expand its presence by going into the alcoholic beverage industry with their Topo Chico brand. They will pilot a hard seltzer drink later this year, but we can't forget to note that the seltzer market is dominated by White Claw, Truly, Bud Light Seltzer, and Corona Hard Seltzer. But before you start making plans for what you're going to drink this weekend, make sure to tune in to our special episode coming out at noon today with Joel Peterson, the former chairman of JetBlue Airways. In the meantime, take care, everyone, and we look forward to catching you in a few hours.